Romans, it says, put on, put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's all I want to use in that verse. Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. Now turn with me to Ephesians. Ephesians 6. I want to read a little more of this. 10 and 11, but only part of 11. The Apostle Paul says, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. That's all I want to use. And for, my, for a subject, suit up. You may be seated. Suit up. Jesus put on an earth suit to redeem mankind and to show us how to live and fight the good of fight of faith. When you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, you become strong in him and in the power of his might. Hallelujah. Then are ye able to stand and withstand the wiles of the devil. When we think about suiting up, think about all those who by uniform you can identify who they are. When you see a police officer in the uniform, you know he's a police officer. When you see a firefighter in a uniform, you know that they're firefighters. When you see uh, doctors in their suits where they are about to operate on somebody, you know that they are a doctor. When you see male people delivering the mail, you see them in a uniform. So now the apostle Paul tells the Christian to suit up. He says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, he's Lord. That means he's in authority. He's in power. Put him on. He's Jesus, the son of the living God. Put him on. Then a step further, he says, Christ. Christ was his title. He was Christ. Put on the title. See, when you suit up with him on and you wearing him, others will know that there's something special about you. See, when you were born in this world, you were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. But when you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, he took your ordinary and put his extra with you, and you became extraordinary. And when you suit up and put him on, you become invincible because he was invincible. See, but the understanding that you must have that is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, I, I don't know how much you know about the Bible, but I, I think it's a whole lot because of your pastor. Right. Now, when Jesus came to earth, and uh, he was living here for like 30 years before he got baptized, but when he got baptized, something happened. The Bible says that the heavens opened up and, a spirit, and the spirit like a dove came down and remained it on him. That's 
when the ministry started. So when you put him on, that's when the ministry starts. You're able to minister to others because of him who's in you and on you. The Bible says that these signs shall follow them that believe. Well, how are you going to have signs following you without you wearing him? Everywhere Jesus went, something happened. When you have him on you, or when you're wearing the Lord Jesus Christ, something ought to happen everywhere you go. People should be able to identify you as him. Not, not me, but Christ in me. They should be able to identify you with him because you have him on. Now Paul tells us, put on the whole armor of God. The armor of God is your protection from the adversary. But when you put Christ on, that's your, not your defense, but your offense. You need some offense. You need to be able to cast out demons. You need to be able to tell the adversary where to go and he obey you simply because he obeyed Jesus Christ. When Jesus was being tempted, in the wilderness and after the temptation he told the adversary when he tried to tell him to bow down and worship me he told him he said get thee behind me now see some of you are scared to talk to the adversary because you're afraid of what he might do but let me explain something to you greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and now you put him on Something on the inside. The Bible says stir up the gift that's in you. When you get that gift stirred up, you're able to do things that you weren't able to do on your own. Because a healer's on the inside want to make itself come to the outside and they want to help somebody. Because see, we live in a world where people are hurting. And that hurt didn't come just from the election. They've been hurting all their lives. And they're looking, they're waiting, and they're seeing if something's going to happen. But let me explain to you what you look like when you put on Christ. You look like you've been crucified with him. Nevertheless, you live. You look like uh, not only that you live, but you, the life you now live, you live through the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. That's what you look like. And the people are looking for you to show up. They're waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That's what you look like when you put Christ on. You look like Christ. And when you look like Christ, and he done already told you that greater works shall you do, because I go unto my Father and you see me no more. But nevertheless, you're the body of Christ, and it's the body ministry that's has to happen even now because the head is still giving the body instructions on what to do. The Bible says that they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It's not a might or maybe. It's something that God said would happen. And if we in fact believe and trust and depend on him, those things which he said will come to pass. He says, come by with no money. You got to believe God. 
you got to trust him. You got to, according to the apostle Paul, you got to put him on. And when you put him on, it will no longer be you. It be him in you. Hallelujah. And when you allow him to rise up in you, you can see and feel a difference in your own life. And others will be able to identify you as Christ. Hallelujah. See, they know who you belong to because no longer will you be like you used to be. You know, things that used to upset you, they're just temporary. And they got to leave. Things that used to make you as mad as you could ever be, they make you no longer mad because of what you put on. See, you got the itinerary. First of all, you put on the whole armor and nothing can by any means hurt you. The Bible says it doesn't say that the weapon wouldn't be formed, but it said it wouldn't hurt you. Uh, They're going to come up with weapons, but they won't hurt you simply because you put on your armor. And after you put on your armor, you put on Christ. Then those things that meant to hurt you will hurt those who tried to hurt you. But see, when you put on Christ, you got to remember who he was. The Bible says that he says he is love. And love covers a multitude of sin. See, love conquers all. The Bible teaches us that as far as our enemies are concerned, if they're hungry, give them bread to eat. Say, if they're thirsty, give them water to drink. In some countries, water is a commodity. Uh, It is precious because they don't have good drinking water. It's precious. So God says, give them something that's precious. Uh, Do you understand what I'm saying? When you become more of him than you are of you, you'll be willing to do what God says do. Some Christians are scared to do anything that God says do because they feel that somebody's going to look at them funny. Well, let me let you in on a secret. They're looking at you funny anyway. So you might as well go ahead and do what God says do because the, the results will happen of what God said do. I know we're living in a world that it just seems like nobody likes you. But that's, that's okay. God loves you. And the more you begin to act like his son, the more he's going to love you. Because he loved his son. The Bible says he loved you also. Because the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but they should have everlasting life. And not only did he give his son, but the son gave his life so that you could look like him. Paul Paul who did most of the ministry during that time of his life. Paul, he tells us, put him on. The church needs to suit up. See, when we suit up, others will change because they want to be like you. The church has been trying to be like the world, but the world will want to be like us when they begin to see signs, wonders, and miracles. But if you don't want to put up or suit up, you won't see the signs, wonders, and miracles. God didn't tell you to look for them in others. He wants them to happen through you. One thing about the suit is one size fit all. 
when you go to put it on, it just fits to your size. It's not too big and it's not too small. You wear it like you wear a crown. It's fit for you. God knows what he's doing. It's kind of like the robe when you get to heaven. He's not going to give you somebody else's robe. He's going to give you the one he made for you. So before you get to heaven, as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you need to suit up down here. Because see, they need you here. You're not really needed in heaven, but you are needed here. For see, in heaven, God's got angels hollering, holy, 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 all day and night long. But here, God needs somebody to represent the Lord Jesus Christ and cause others to come and accept him as their personal savior. The Bible says that the reason why Christ hasn't come already is because he would that none would perish, but all would accept him and come into the knowledge of the saving grace of Jesus Christ. See, you're the ministry, you're the one who is able to tell others about Jesus, but I'm telling you, you got to get their attention first, and the way you get their attention is to show some signs. When you're in the midst of sick folk, and you just meditate on one and lay hands on that one. And God just raises them up right in front of your eyes and everybody else's. People will follow you like they followed Christ. See, they don't follow people that don't have nothing for them. But when you got something for them, people will follow you. I said I wasn't going to do it. But why do you think people voted for Trump? They think they're going to get some money. But I'm here to tell you, Trump is for Trump. <laughs> if you get some money, it'll be by accident. But when God's involved, he leaves handfuls of purpose just for his people. I'm reminded of what David said. He said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg bread. See, when you suit up, you don't have to concern yourself about your stuff because it's covered. All you have to do is consider what Christ wants for you and what he wants from you. See, God has already designed this thing that when you put on Christ, you begin to act like he did. And you begin to do the things that he did. And greater works will you do. And because you do the greater works, people will follow you. And somebody has to explain it to me. How can a blind man follow Jesus? For some strange reasons, he was able to follow Jesus. But when he got to him, he got what he wanted. I know some of y'all say, but that was Jesus. But what about Peter and John when they were going into the temple at the hour of prayer? And the man asked them for some money. And Peter said, silver and gold have I none. But 
such as I have, give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the Bible says that the man got up leaping and jumping and, and, and walking, and he went into the temple and began to praise God. All the people that gave him money didn't help him. But those who ha, said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk, he was able to make his own livelihood. Yes, you got to come to the conclusion yes. that for Christ I live, because yes. I will not die. Yes. Think about it for a minute. The Bible says that uh, death, oh death, where is your sting? Oh grave, where is your victory? See, this mortal body will leave us, but we live on. And the reason why we live on is because of what we did with Jesus. If we accept him as our personal savior, he begins to save us from us. Hallelujah. Because we wouldn't take care of us like he would. And he knows what it takes to save us and to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before himself with joy. A great joy. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you that God loves you. And he wants you to be more of a son of his. And the only way you can be more of a son or daughter is by putting on the Lord Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. And begin to act like him. You remember when Michael Jordan was playing basketball? All the little fellas wanted to be like Mike. I'm telling you, you ought to want to be like Jesus. Wherever you go, people going to look for you. People going to respect you. They're going to give you things because you're acting like Jesus. The Bible says your gift, it'll make room for you. And it'll take you before great men. Hallelujah. How do you think T.G. Jakes got to be with the president? Your gift will make room for you. Hallelujah. The Bible says so. And if it wasn't so, God wouldn't have said it. Hallelujah. Glory. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. He wants you to be like his son. Do you want to be more like Jesus? You got to suit up. And you know when you suit up what you're doing, you're asking God for more of his spirit. You, you, you want a double portion. You want more than what you had. You, you want more of him to be in, in you so that more of him can come out of you. It's time out for giving people a piece of your mind. You need to give them a piece of his mind. Hallelujah. So they can think like him instead of like you. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The whole church needs to suit up. Not just the pastor. But everybody in the house. From the smallest to the greatest. They need to suit up. God loves you. Hallelujah. And I want to give somebody an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior.